Podcast Network Asia. This podcast is on a mission to end the orphan crisis. You're listening to Families the Answer, powered by Podcast Network Asia. We share resources and stories to equip families who plan to adopt and foster, empower advocates who fight for vulnerable mothers and children, and invite communities to impact generations. I'm Krina Kuna-Henson, the Executive Director for Generations Home, a nonprofit organization and licensed child placement agency based in the Philippines. Learn more about our work through our website, generationshome.org. Now, let's jump in to this week's topic. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm not Jana nor Krina, but my name is Isa Constantino, and I'm one of the interns here at Generations Home. I am currently a third-year college at Miriam College, yeah, majoring in international studies. So I will be your host for today's Family is the Answer podcast. Here with me today... In today's episode is our two extraordinary people. So they both started as interns and they're still continuing with their journey here in volunteering and maybe as a full-time staff here at Generations Home. So would you like to introduce yourself? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm Sam. I'm from Ateneo de Manila University. I just graduated and I used to be an intern and now I'm a volunteer at Generations Same. Home. You're <laughs> um, <laughs> I am Tanya Perasso. Um, I actually also just, well, as compared to Sam, I didn't just graduate. Uh, I, I celebrated my first year out of college just this month. Um, I took psychology, AB psychology. No, I can't read your future. <laughs> um, but I used to intern too, like Sam. And now I'm the manager of events and communities here at Generations Home. Hey, Slay. So I like how we all have different backgrounds. And with that, we'll also have a conversation about our internship experience or how we started interning with Generations Home. So first, yeah, I just want a background check with each and every one of us. So how did you intern at Generations Home? Did you, did you know about it? Did someone refer to you to Generations Home? Was there any particular motivation that pushed you maybe? Who wants to go first? Sam? Uh, sure. It's a funny story because um, an internship is required in Ateneo right, for our right. third year. Yeah. And I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> so um, around the time that I need to start my internship, no company wanted to accept me. Mm. But I remember that a few years ago when I was a freshie, and keep in mind it was in the, during the pandemic, yeah. I made friends with Atejam, who also works with Generations Home. So... I was looking through the list of companies that you can apply to, and I saw her name. So as a last-ditch last effort, I applied. And within like an hour, <laughs> so like, oh, I came. You can play again. <laughs> so yeah, so I went to Generations Home. Nice, yeah. nice. How about you, Tanya? For me, it's also kind of similar in the sense that, um, you know, like, I feel like a lot of students agree with this. You just want to fill up that resume. You feel so anxious if it's empty. And I felt mm-hmm. the same because it wasn't required for me, like Sam. Um, but it was a summer in the pandemic where everyone's just like, oh, no, my life is put on hold and I need experience. Mm-hmm. So I said, OK, let me try to look for an internship. And I heard about it actually from our mutual friend, mine and Sam's. Um, so she was from she ha- is part of this small group or rather church group uh, a Facebook page I think and Jam also um, posted there like an opportunity to intern and I was like oh okay um, my friend said hey you might want to try this out so I said okay let me try 
Um, and I checked the Facebook page. I read the website of back then, Rohe Foundation. I was like, okay, it's, a, it's all about um, impacting the next generation. So I, like, I want to try it. Wow. So you were, this is just during the pandemic. Yeah. Right? For me. But were you a graduate that time? No, I think it was my, also my third year, but it wasn't required yet for me. So it was a, the stuff like the poke fun. I just did it for fun. Wow, that's <laughs> for the so vibes. cool. For the vibes now. Vibe. She's vibing, guys. So <laughs> when you interned in Generations Home, or maybe Rohe, formerly Rohe, um, what did you expect it to be like mm-hmm. before yeah, getting here in Generations Home? Um, what I expected to be, for, to be before. Yeah, like into your internship. Uh, what did you expect? So like, um, yeah. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Because mm-hmm. for as for my course, I came from management information systems. Right, it's a very right. business and tech course. Mm-hmm. So since it was a last last ditch effort, I didn't know what they were gonna give me. Would they make me do things that are outside my course, or would they like just you know mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't expect a lot. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's really far from my course, like being in an NGO. Right, yeah. right. So did you feel like parang hindi magiging match like the requirements ng hinihingi ng like, yeah, ng yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a big issue, but I'm glad that I brought it up to But I was talking to Jana. Yeah. When so it's a need for my course. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad that they took the time mm-hmm. to actually um, curate a set of mm-hmm. tasks and projects for me. Yeah. Na appropriate to course ko. So all of those like apprehensions were cleared up immediately. Mm. Yeah. Nice. How about you, Tanya? Well, for me, um, I feel like I can only answer the question by answering what I did not expect. Because mm. <laughs> there was also no expectations. Mm. Like, like but I didn't expect to manage uh, an event with 300 people with International <laughs> Justice Mission on my first week. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Your first week? Yeah. My first three days. So they were like, okay, Tanya, so you say that you do church events um, and you've done like StreamYard, this platform online for your church to be like, yeah, I do that. Like, okay, so we're actually having a Zoom partnership with IJM, with DSWD and all these other partners and we need someone to direct it. Can you do it? <laughs> I was like, um, Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I came here to get experience. This is what they're giving me, so I'll do it. Um, so it wasn't your typical, okay, let's let's just give you tasks that won't challenge you or little mm, small right, things right. that just to add on your resume but won't really um, stretch you. Mm. But I feel like that's what it did for me. It really stretched me and made me see my capacity wow. and capability. So they really empower you. Yes, I love that word. They also yeah. challenge also your skills, but it does not make you like feel small or intimidated mm. or even like um parang they don't just parang wala, passive parang passive task yung pin- mm. bin- binibigay sa inyo. Yeah, not that. So if is there anything else that they allow you to explore or do? Maybe they give you the freedom to do something. Um, while you were interning, like what else did they ask you, or maybe what were you involved in in Generations Home, other than maybe anything in line with is it always related to Corsima or? Mm, so it's more different because, being as since I've known um, Atijam for a while, she yeah. knew that I had other skills. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. Then uh, um, I was given a chance to mm-hmm. use those skills because, nice. um, 
uh, I take photos. Right. I'm a photographer. I'm right. also a videographer. Sometimes like, I edit like, pubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a chance. Na, Uy, diba, photographer ka? Parang, like, it's also that. Uy, diba, ganito ka? <laughs> right. Tapos, um, and they use that. And, parang, and, it, and it's in a way that you're given um, parang a chance to direct things on your own. They see you as someone who can add value to whatever is needed. Mm-hmm. They ask you, na, Uy, how do you think we could do this? Hindi right. yung, we need this. Can you do mm-hmm. this? Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like it because I always feel like na yun nga, like the Otosan type of narrative that you just gotta do this and you just gotta follow mm-hmm. and you try to learn things along the way. Yeah. Um, in my experience, it's always, Sam, what do you think about this? Can you do this? Yeah. So that applies to my job nung, um, well, something, the things that are related to my course and also in photography. I'm always given that ownership over what I do. Yeah. I want to add to what Sam said. Like, I really love how you highlighted the part about um, they really ask you what you want, where you want to grow. Mm. And I really felt that because it was always about, um, you know, Tanya, it's not about what you can give us. It's about what we can actually do. Because mm. yeah, right. we want to support you in your journey. Like, whether that be as a daughter mm-hmm. or as a son or as, like, a friend, um, we want to flourish you in all of those aspects and how that looks like for you is not the same as everyone so we want to know um how to actually grow you and how we can help you in that so i think i really love that too robin that's so nice like they give you that um creative freedom mm. yeah they don't think yeah but you're an intern too yeah you? i am actually with that i agree then that they also ask me like yeah, right now, guys, my supervisor is with me. <laughs> so she would ask me, what do you think? Yeah, it's your call. <laughs> so not with just Tanya, but with all the other staff members, they would ask us what our input is, what do we want to do also. And I really appreciate that because I'm always used to being, oh, Utasan. Yes. So ngayon, like the challenge for me is, oh, what, what can I impart in this? Um, NGO to make this um, uh, yung impacting like generations. Mm. Yeah, so with that, is there anything else? Because I feel like that's what makes like Generations Home stand out. But do you want to add more to how different they are? Let's say if you have, have you guys worked in previously or interned somewhere else? Or may racket bahayo dati? That's just, you know, shows how different. Uh, I guess must clearer yung communication lines dito. Um, I wanna sh- Ooh. I also worked in the concert industry. Same line of work, like photography, ganun. Dun kasi, yeah, they also gave you the creative freedom, but they put expectations on you na they should communicate it from the get-go pa lang, but they don't. So, you're left to do your own thing. But yeah. at the end of the day, it has to reach your standards. Yeah. Which is, it doesn't make sense. I say, yeah. one, it's pressuring yeah. for you to be able to reach that and hindi siya clear. And two, parang alabo. Mm-hmm. They don't communicate it well. Never gonna feel yung pressure na with Generation So as an intern and as yeah. a volunteer. So, to me, that's like a big differentiator. Talaga. I think for me, it would be how in other places, it's, um, don't make a mistake like plan everything so thoroughly so that you see all of the possible outcomes and then you can actually prepare for that and in the process make a perfect or excellent 
um, campaign or event or whatever project that is, you know, photo shoot, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at Generations Home, I feel that it was the first time that I heard or I felt and heard the words um, from from my boss, you know, or back then. Well, she was also my boss because I was an intern. But she said, she looked at me and she said, make mistakes, like mm-hmm. big ones. Mm-hmm. And if they if you fail, then we'll take the blame yeah. for it. And I was like, that's so freeing because I am given a space to really explore and not just explore excellently with the pressure of really performing well, but to really make the small and big, um, you know, wrong turns yeah. and to know that there will be someone who will catch me and actually take responsibility and ownership for that. It's it's so freeing, I feel, as a student, as an intern, but especially as a fresh grad, because even after you graduate, you still don't really know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, Where's my place? I don't know what I really want to, you know, what work or how to do this. It's all in theory at school, but then when you're at work, it's a whole different thing. But to have that support, I think, has made a really big impact on my personal development. Wow, that's amazing. But with that, is there also, like, challenges or things that change your notion about, um, like, throughout your internship, especially in an NGO? A child placement agency were there any notions that changed your perspective also with um yeah just and then yeah an ngo um siguro related to the answer for earlier yeah it stems from that ownership then with that ownership yeah. comes responsibility what mm-hmm. i'm doing matters so parang, it's not really pressure but mm-hmm. it's just you're given that duty and you have to do it well yeah so at the same time, we're given that freedom, but at the same time, what we do will impact people. So might as well do it really well. Talaga. So yun yung pinalag drive sa akin as I um, did the work I did. So yung um, Notion database, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that's related to my course. Right. Kasi before, parang, oh, how do I? Paano kokonek yung orphan crisis sa uh, IT? Yeah. Pero once you actually do, parang, wow. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like my course get applied in pala dun. Yeah. Like my course actually, like tech has a role in the orphan crisis. Mm-hmm. Parang those things don't usually connect. Usually like fintech, banking, mm-hmm. or like, oh, new phones. That's usually yeah. what IT is for. Mm-hmm. for to, uh, for it to be, to have a role in the orphan crisis, that's crazy mm-hmm. for me. And it's crazy that I, I can actually see it. How about you, Tanya? You Would you like to add on that? Yeah, I really love what Sam said um, about how he realized that it's not, um, like his course that would typically look like just programs and mm-hmm. systems and, um, processes that he could actually use that for people mm-hmm. that it's not about the programs but more about the people and I think that goes in line with um, how you know I felt about also on my internship is that they always put the people first over the programs people over programs mm-hmm. like okay it's not working out for you this timeline um, you know something's going out something's going on at home mm-hmm. in your relationships okay let's move it like right. you're more important than the campaign wow. or the program. Love that. Yeah. And I really felt seen and heard in that. And I think just the like transition also, I feel that it was a lot of um not just me as a person, but people. Like it felt really like a community. Mm. Um and it just had so many ages, like people at the staff were, you know, a bit senior already, um, even in age. But then you had a lot of you know volunteers and interns that are so young. Uh, volunteers are in high school and I think that I got I really felt that um, when I would join the team nights and all of that it's like wow this really is back then I was still Rohi Foundation but really the highlight was generations mm. because yes. you saw it yes. that it's not just about um, you know 
putting a child into a family through a desk job yeah. or through you know your own space and just like typing all of these case studies in which I feel like a typically you'd think oh nonprofit or a child placement agency it looks like that it's just you typing up all of these case studies about these children or these families but no it's about involving and calling everyone mm-hmm. to take part yeah. in, in this because you realize the impact of a family on a person not just a child but a student mm-hmm. like like me and Sam back then um and how that impacts the way that we view school we view ourselves when you feel that you're part of a family that truly loves you unconditionally that changes everything and we want to give that to a child Mm. well same with that um i also feel as an intern i also feel important in the team but i also feel i have this important role to also uh, make an impact in um, bringing a child home to a permanent family. Mm-hmm. And with that also, since Generations Homes' work focuses on the orphan crisis, adoption, and foster care, how did your understanding of this advocacy and sector change during your internship or maybe you being a full-time here or maybe yeah, internship as well? Um. Before the like, if I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't yeah. really in touch with the orphan crisis. Mm-hmm. So everything I learned about it, I learned about it here in Generations Home. Yeah. So I learned about its severity. So mm-hmm. it's crazy how processes in the Philippines and even the entire world are always turned against the orphans. Mm-hmm. Even new perceptions happen in the Philippines. Being an orphan, it's like hello, orphan child, oh, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Like being here in Generations Home, what they're pushing is that. Um, adoption, being an orphan, is something to be celebrated yeah. because yeah. you're found. You yeah. found the family, and there's a family has found you. Mm. And You're chosen. Exactly. Wow. So, talagang to me, yun yung pinaka nagbagong perspective sa akin. Mm. And you become more aware of it, of how orphans are portrayed in the world today. Mm-hmm. Parang, huh, I think there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah. And because of that, that realization, you begin to ask, what's my role in that? Mm. So, to me, that question applies to tech, to mm-hmm. creatives, to photography. And I think this is the place to ask those questions because mm-hmm. there are people who will help you figure it out. Yeah. Wow. Have you done it? <laughs> 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 wow, Sam. Or maybe... Or wait to end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, uh, I, I really... Oh, I always love what Sam is saying, but just to add to what he said... Um, I think we it's very subtle, right? In our conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember growing up, I have um, one of my siblings doesn't really look like us, but yeah. it's biologically, yeah. um, you know, my biological sibling. Um, but we always say, oh, it's like And, you know, I mean, we joke about it. It's very light. The intention is is okay. And it's, it's, it's not coming from a yeah. harmful place. But we don't know how that could affect someone else that's listening. Someone else who is actually adopted. And that's only because the word ampon is so stigmatized. Like, if only we created a culture where it was something normal mm-hmm. and it's not negative, mm-hmm. then we could actually say ampon and not hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, because actually, yeah, it's good to to not look like the rest because maybe you are adopted and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. Not just fine, but beautiful because you are chosen. You are celebrated. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I think that it was always something that I would hear about orphan, orphans and then going on Christmas yeah. to, to feed them and bringing Jollibee and all of that. I feel like that was associated with an orphanage. It's what our schools call us to do and say, hey, it's Christmas time, let's go to the homeless children. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that was it. It was always just a one-time thing where we feed them and we mm. play games with them. That's it. And then they ask us, oh, when are we going to see you again? And mm. we give them like, a, you know, with all of the apology in our eyes, I don't mm. know when. Mm. I don't know. I feel like, like internally, we know that that's where it ends. Like after after giving them food, yeah. maybe next year, but, but they're still going to be there if there's no family that picks them up and brings them home. Right. Wow, amazing. For if I'm gonna answer this question also, um, for me also is that I think I really like just how you also solve the orphan crisis by bringing families together. Like mm-hmm. that's why family is the answer. There's the reconciliation of families. There's a redemptive purpose. But then, that's another one is when I went to a um, donation drive for um, tulong kay nanay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just amazed how even from from that program, you're solving the root problem of the orphan crisis. And that was just an amazing part. And I think one of the things that I'm just like, wow, like Megento Din Palasa Generations Home. So in closing everything, what message do you have for the young people who are about to take their first step into the labor force or maybe interning? If you want to say interning, whether interning or stepping into the labor force, maybe for Tanya, stepping into the labor force, maybe for you, since you're just a fresh grad, maybe interning. Um, I think interns have a really big role talaga, mm-hmm. in whatever organization they're in. Because yeah. I think they're the most um, open to learning. They're the most like open to different tasks. They're willing to explore. I think someone with like five years of experience that I know these things in Lingago Indo. So um siguro for interns, um what I would say is just be open to things. Just as I was a few years ago. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't really know where would you be led where you would be led mm-hmm. and could be to some really um empowering things, some really fulfilling things, but that's just how it is, eh? Just be open to it. And it really helps to talk to people who are in organizations yeah. that are, you're interested in. So, um, in the case of um, Generations Home, yeah, before I had apprehensions, how am I going to be in an NGO? My friends are in banks, they're in startups. Mm-hmm. It really helped me talking to people who are there. How's the experience? How? What's a day in the life of, a, of an intern in your company or in your organization? Mm-hmm. And I think that really helps. Because... Yeah, it's not about where most people are. I think it's where you'll find your fulfillment, where you think you'll grow. And I think it's where you to consider this generation's home. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Celebration. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How about quotes with Sam, do you guys? Oh, guys, take notes. Yes, teacher. Take notes. For me, I think it's, so in, in the perspective of those going into the workforce, um, Yes, it's scary. It mm. really is. And I think that part... And you're never going to feel fully prepared. I think a lot of people think, oh, by my third year, I can you know, boost, beef up my um, resume so that come after graduation day, I'm fine. But really, you won't ever fully be. And I think that's comforting. That should be comforting. Mm. That no one ever fully will be. Because there's a lot of comparison that goes on after graduation day. Oh, so you got that medal. Medal. 
um, mm-hmm. you got that um, you know title aside from your name, best in whatever or honors in Galen. And maybe that says something about where you're gonna be. But I just want to encourage everyone that it doesn't, mm-hmm. um, and that it that the playing field is leveled for all. And it's really about um, you seeing your value and telling wherever you go, if that's an organization or a company, and saying, here's my value. I know that you can add to it, but I also want to add to you. Yeah. And um, I know that I don't know everything, mm-hmm. but that um, I'm going to learn a lot and I want to. Um, and I think that that should be a comfort. Now. It's not a race. It starts to feel like one after graduation day, um, especially when you start asking. So if you get that, did you get that job, the one that you've been waiting for? How many, How? what's the number there? Oh, that's so pressuring. But just remember that, um, I mean, I, I'd like to also insert that I really believe that God has called each one for a specific calling, yeah. a specific place. And that might not look the same for all. We at Generation Home are non-profit and it's very fulfilling, but that's not to say that corporate, corporate jobs are not um, and that, you know, no one should be in corporate I'm just saying that it looks different for all, and I think that that having that open mind about it can really free you from the unnecessary pressure and comparison that that trap that we fall into. And from there, just you know, it gives you freedom. You have this is the best time to make mistakes and learn. It's okay. You don't have to have everything together after that graduation day, and you'll be fine. Hmm. Wise words of Ms. Tanya. <laughs> so with that, um, I just want to thank you guys for coming here today in our episode. And we yeah, we really learned a lot about how um scary it is into you know, stepping into internship and stepping into the workforce. And even also with me right now, cur- uh, currently in uh, interning in Generations Home, it was scary at first, but yeah, I'm just so excited to, you know, be fulfilled and to, you know, be like to fulfill other children mm-hmm. into having that um, permanent home. And also, I really like how we get, you get to, wait, thought. so... If you're hearing this today in our podcast, I hope you are inspired and I hope you find that fulfillment where you can impact generations also. Mm-hmm. So with that, thanks guys for being with us. Yay! That was the Family's the Answer podcast by Generations Home, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Learn more about ending the orphan crisis and fueling our work through our website, generationshome.org. You can also find us on social media. We're generations.home.connect on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you found this podcast helpful, please leave us a rating so more people can find it too. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you at our next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.